I think when you're a hooper, you always have a fictional, delusional. Yeah. Like, I was thinking I'm making the NBA, but like, I'm having a hard time playing varsity. So, like, yeah. so the, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the delusional, like, if you ask me, like, I'm sure I'm going to the league, it sounds good, but I like d- deeply in my heart, I really think. Definitely not street ball. For sure, didn't think I belonged there. Mm. But then uh, coming into it was like a perfect fit. Welcome to the Basketball Forever podcast. This is where we talk about the things that we don't post. I'm head of editorial here, Nick Jungfer. Joining me as always, the founder, Alex Sumsky, and special guest, streetball legend, The Professor. Mate, thanks for joining us. Hey, humble man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Now, how's it been down here in this part of the world? You're in Sydney. You've just been in Melbourne. I saw you down there with Scotty Pippen at an NBL game. How was that and how's Australia been? Oh, it was great. It was great. Uh, Australia is probably one of my more favorite countries that I've been to just in general. Um, and then we caught it a great time with like perfect weather yeah and the, all the summer jam events that we've done have been like really great like awesome and did like my first like theater inter- theater style interview in Melbourne which was really dope mm-hmm. and so uh yeah this tour has been incredible like I haven't been hooping I'm just like hosting but uh, why, people why, have been why great. are you hooping at the moment I actually pulled my groin a couple days before <laughs> I got down here which wasn't ideal but yeah. I, the original ask was more so on the hosting tip rather than the hooping tip. Sure. Even though personally, I would have loved to have been hooping each stop. But uh, it's been great, bro. Just absorbing the the current basketball culture and going to that debut and seeing where the NBL's at. Hmm. And then they said we caught amazing weather. I'm thinking it's always like this, right? Because I always used to <laughs> come here during the summer, I so I always think it's nice weather. Yeah. But we, I guess we caught it at a perfect time. So hmm. it's been incredible. Hmm. You must watch like other pro leagues mm-hmm. teams outside. The NBA, I mean, people have asked you all the time about what you think your standing would be mm-hmm. um, in the NBA. But just looking yeah. like at pro leagues outside of that, like yeah. set that aside, you must have thought to yourself at times, oh, like me on on a good day, like I would be, I, I, I could do some damage. I could do some damage on the right day. Yeah, I want to know what happens, you and your prime, prime yeah. professor in the NBL. Yeah, I know you're humble. It's so theoretical because I never would have got the shot, right? Realistically, they yeah. wouldn't have gave me that shot. Mm. So it's very theoretical. But mm. I know what I'll do. You know what's funny, though? Like, everybody asks me that. Like, 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 that's a common thing. But I think that's why my brand has hyper appeal for somebody not in the NBA. Because people are like, why are you not You not in the league? Like, don't make no sense. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Skill-wise. Now, now, my body, like, it'd be, like, defensively... It would be hard to put on a bunch of weight to like really compete defensively. For sure. Even though I'm a finesse player no matter what. Yeah. But it help that weight helps, right? You look at like JJ Barea is like smaller, right? He's like my hmm. height, they're a little little taller, right? But he's like a wrecking ball. So it helps that weight. Yeah, so I yeah. didn't have that. So that would have been hard to NBA level, I'm not gonna lie, but I mean I played NBA players can't guard couldn't guard me in a workout. Oh, like who? There <laughs> uh, you get it. Uh, yeah. Like I like Yeah, let's, I don't try don't to like dance. Let's throw guys under, but I but I will say like I nah, like like the like last top? NBA workout that I played in it was 2 on 2 full court. Myself, all NBA players and maybe maybe it was one overseas player, but like I won the first two games. You know what I'm saying? Right. Wiped them down. Where's games the seven? We just that's full court good. 2 on 2. But that's cool cuz I like it because that that debate talk like that's the reason I have a good brand because that is actually true. The mass narrative of how good I am is actually probably less than the real, which is good, right? Your mm. live show can <laughs> supersede what they might think. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I, I do you. sometimes like like think like, dang, it's a crime that people because I even read in there they'd be like, professor wouldn't score a point in the NBL, not knowing like I wasn't even over impressed with the like I thought it was good. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but like not yeah. score a point. 
Yeah, like, yeah. Say that's it's a lot of open jumpers in NBL game, right? Like yeah. my last game playing, honestly, playing at a D one. I played a CBA preseason game mm-hmm. in 2016, and I had 32. Oh, okay. So is the CBA mm-hmm. in China comparable to the NBL? I'd, I'd say so. I'd say that's pretty similar, actually. The CBA might even mm-hmm. be they're more a little more physical. I'm not sure. I mean, there's a bunch of it's hard like, to say. Right? Got a lot more money there's as a, well. There's a bunch of NBL yeah. players that will go over and play in the CBA and you know to get the extra bag. So I mean, so yeah, it's yeah. hard to say. But anyway, yeah, I give this th- some thought sometimes. But I actually love it because. People always underestimate me, no matter no matter what. But it's because I just don't look like a hooper, right? Like I don't fit the look. I saw I saw <laughs> you said in one of your videos, you're like, I'm not sure how many people would give me an opportunity or give me a chance or think I'm legit, especially the early days. I think you said something like, you know, I looked like I was 12 years old even when I was 18, 19. The and eye test like, is there, it goes a long way. You're like shorter than <laughs> yeah. a lot of these guys, yeah. And you're obviously in those like watching those early and one videos. Uh, watching them back this week, you're like one of the only white guys out there. So that perception. Well, the only, there's the only, only two in the entire genre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Myself and white chocolate. The yeah, street ball yeah. white chocolate. Yeah. Not, yeah. not J. Will. Yeah, 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 yeah. Randy Gill. Shout out to Randy Gill. <laughs> it also must have taken some serious balls to pull up at that that very first and one, the tryouts in Portland. And yeah, what was that like? Y- you're, under, <laughs> you're undersized, you're white, mm-hmm. you're baby-faced. Yeah. But then at the same time, you get the even better reaction from when you start cooking people because of your appearance. Yeah. And well, just to rewind to what you're saying, you're right. I, I would want to say for the audience too, the eye test goes a long way. So if you're not going to pass the eye test, you should, you need to score 30. Not, don't get me wrong. I'll go off for 30 sometimes, but I'm not going to. Like some people are just beast, right? They, mm. They're going for 30. They're mm. just that lit. Like yeah. they're over, they yeah. go overseas and that's what they do. They get yeah. buckets, right? Yeah. So I was never that player. I wasn't a two guard. I was actually mm. a point guard. But yeah. anyway, going to and one, you asked me, you said, hey, you got to be ballsy. I was actually just having fun. Like, I was a fan. I was actually just a fan, you know? Like, mm-hmm. if you look at my senior year, I have my childhood mixtape. Yeah. It's like a 10-year-old upload on it. Really? It's no, still, it's actually a 15-year-old upload. It's still there? Yeah, my nice. AAU high school mix oh, I've on my channel. That. I yeah. remember that one. Yeah, yeah. so I'm wearing and one. By the time he's a senior year, I have the Tai Chi's on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm culturing and one <laughs> as a fan. So, like, I went... Uh, the year before and one can their first nation their first big tour, I actually played against them. So I made the game. I played against sick with it. So I already had I was like a superstar for a whole year in my hometown. Okay. For for just playing in yeah. the and one game or whatever. So that next year when it came back up, I was excited about the open run, but also just excited as a fan, right? I'm just like, I can't wait to see hot sauce AO, sick with it, Ali Mo main event. I can't wait to see him go crazy. So yeah. I go in the open run with nothing to lose, but then uh, a few moves in, they're going crazy. So I'm like, oh, man, it's looking good. So Prime Objective, big shout-out to Big Bro, Prime Objective. He was the one who actually uh, discovered me. Anyway, next thing I know, I go in the building, going back and forth with Hot Sauce, one of my mm-hmm. idols. Yeah. And uh, I didn't do amazing that game, but it was enough to you know captivate the crowd, and nobody else from the trial did anything. So, right. So okay. they asked me to go on tour, but... I was just there as a fan. I just was pure gratitude. I could have got sent home any time, and it would have been amazing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm. So what's that like, though? Like you, because you, you on one hand you're coming from like there's actual basketball, yeah, and and you you need to operate within a team framework, yeah. and it's about winning. Yeah, how are you finding that balance between winning games and then focusing on sort of the showtime element of things, which is obviously such a staple of your identity and what you're doing on the court. 
Good. That was a super good question. So, me being a fundamentals first, like street ball, I, I found out the Amway mixtape tour when I was a sophomore in high school. Mm. So, I was old, but I was always a regular ball, like yeah. fundamentals first. Like, I mean, I practiced like Pistol Pete, right? Like yeah. You couldn't even, you couldn't measure how much I practiced the game, right? Yeah. So, the fans didn't know you actually need that. If you're not fundamentals first, you can't really compete in the and one game. So when mm. I got on the team, it actually took me a year or two to even find my stride. I remember like my first tour in Australia. Mm. I didn't play very I didn't play very good, right? I had like two highlights a game or something. Mm. Cause I was trying to figure out how to that pro level game is fast. Yeah. And then I only play in 10 minutes. And then like I actually want to pass to my teammates when really I should just be getting the ball and trying to go crazy each time. Gotcha. You know what gotcha. I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it was a whole different uh exploration into finding the balance between satisfying corporate because like they want us to win and put on an insane show every time and we yeah. don't we're in trouble i'm like it's not even it's not impossible you know what i mean <laughs> yeah but i love it that's been the that's been my whole career though finding the bat the balance that balance yeah finding the balance yeah. and i'm actually way more showtime now than i was in the Anwin era because yeah. I didn't understand the fan viewpoint fully. Definitely. And yeah. then also just a regular bus is how I played, right? And now we're trying to go viral every play. <laughs> yeah. So when you have that moment where, because you obviously talked about when you uh, you pulled up, you know, your first game and it's like you thinking to yourself, like, I'm just getting lucky. I can't believe this. It's probably like sort of a little bit surreal. But then yeah. it took you a, a little while to settle in as well. At what point did you have that sort of, that breakthrough moment where you you knew you in your mind you realized hey I'm not fluking this anymore mm -hmm. like I I can consistently deliver this and I know that I can like compete with anyone now at this level like when did you have that moment yeah so I wouldn't word it how you did that's yeah. like ultra confident I think that uh it was like tears to it like every time I play I'm always confident in my game just as a yep. hooper right you mm -hmm. always like feel good about how you're gonna do but then yeah if you ask me off the court like is this something you're going to do consistently for a career? Yeah. I would have been like, oh, I don't know about that. But yeah. then um, they had, I had this one battle in, with Hustle. It recently went viral. Somebody else posted it. Uh, but basically, Hustle came down. He shook me up like a stiff leg cross where I slipped and I touched earth. Like, went down. I tried to recover. I almost recovered. <laughs> but, like, he got it over my hand and he hit this three. And, like, it was in Detroit. Yeah, they lost it. Like I think even his manager, this dude Mark Edwards, who later was my manager, he like picked him up. A whole bunch of people rushed. They ran on the court, picked him up. Oh, Pandemonium. No. So I didn't even know what to do. Like I, you know, I got the ball back, like deer in the headlights. I don't even know what to do. Yeah. So I looked at the opposing coach. Rest in peace, dude Mike Ellis. He just passed away like last week. It's wild. Oh shit. Rest in peace, Mike Ellis. Rest in peace. I look over to him and he was like, "Man, go right back at him." You know what I'm saying? He was always like a little against hot sauce, so he couldn't yeah. wait for me to do move. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Bust his ass, go right back at him." I'm like, "Dang, bust his ass." So I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah." So I come back down, and I blink. This is how you know it's meant to be, though. This is one of those God moments. Like, yeah. I just blinked out. I did every move I could think of. I'm like even doing hot some of hot sauce moves back to him. Like I even did the air walk he used to do. And then like the last one, I did like a sham guy kind of like snatch by went and I snatch it, but it like crossed him. Like hot sauce, he like went for it. Oh. So then I drive the lane quick as I can. I throw it up. I got pushed from the back. I didn't even get to see it go in, but you could hear the, you know, the crowd, the crowd. roar. And they were like louder than when sauce crossed me. You know what I'm saying? It was like even a louder. Clap back, and I think in that game I had like 18 points or something like that, and so I started to get really confident and feel good. And so at that point, I felt like maybe possibly this is something I could be known for, but I actually never thought I had a spot on that one. I didn't think 
it was such like a urban hip hop thing yeah. from the streets. That, mm. Like I'm from the suburbs, so I didn't think I even belonged. I didn't think they would even put me on the team, right? Like it's, I just didn't feel like I belonged. But then coming into the summer, now looking back on it, hindsight, it's like, well, duh, you know, what I'm saying? like yeah. you, know, he was gonna, you know. But coming into is like a perfect fit. But it's interesting too because I'm always compared to Eminem of basketball, <laughs> right? That's like my whole life. Yeah, but, yeah, but. It's interesting, his story too, right? He's like rapping in Detroit, but don't have a big audience. Like, mm. they're not accepting him for, mm. yeah, you know what I mean? But then like, mm. it's sometimes you just got to be around, the, you got to get outside of your ecosystem. Sometimes you're received different elsewhere. Like in my home, in home state, they made me feel like I didn't play the right kind of basketball. You know, like if I cross somebody over, it'd be like an insane crossover. I remember crossover the varsity point guard. He, he went to the store, <laughs> made, made a shot, got in trouble. It's oh, like, oh, God. we ain't doing that shit. You know, we are in trouble for cooking someone. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it was like, not, yeah. it, they felt like it was showing off, right? Yeah. A yeah. crossover isn't, but like to them, it was this culture. It was like, that's something else. So they may, really made me think, like, like I'm really thinking, like, yeah, that's not how real hoopers think, right? So it's more like mm. formalities, how you win championships and all that. It's yeah. like a very Hoosiers mindset. Mm. Yeah. What's the most disrespectful play that springs to mind that you've made? And also, what's the most disrespectful? <laughs> move that someone's tried to pull on you whether it's successful or unsuccessful oh. surely you become a target right like someone, someone's yeah. got to be that's wanna... the hard part about having notoriety people have no idea like they yeah. want to be a popular hooper they don't understand like your life be hard going to play pickup because mm-hmm. every for everybody's a career game yeah yeah so now you got to go 10 times harder than you you got to be just as desperate as they are mm. to go crazy every time you play. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's, that's yeah, that target. Yeah. That's hard, right? For me, uh, yeah, it's harder. So the most disrespectful move I ever did, probably broke the dude's shoulder. My biggest video oh, on YouTube, I crossed the dude, he popped his shoulder yeah. out of the socket. I was going to ask about that. That's next level. <laughs> and, I, and I knew it happened because... My shout out to my right. teammate Arab there. He always threw his shoulder out. And so I knew when you do that five or six times, it goes out no matter like on weird stuff. Yeah. So two plays before that, I cross him over, he like slapped the ground, like a no contact ankle breaker. He yeah. Slapped the ground like that. And I think it like did something to the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. So three or four plays <laughs> later, I up fake tween snatch, he reached and it goes woo and it fell out, but it, we were in a heated moment, so I was like, "Look at this dude, <laughs> yeah, broke his shoulder." Right. Yeah, because you see ankle and breakers then I went, all the, the time. Leg, still, still kept going because he was oh, talking man. so much. That's that's <laughs> something you you see ankle breakers a lot. You don't see the shoulder breakers no, as much. Like that, that's it was a rare. It was yeah. we couldn't have wrote a better script though. Like it's a real vid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The thumbnail was fucking crazy. Yeah, it, it looks fake. <laughs> yeah, it's that's funny. A, that's a that, that video taught me a lot about YouTube, though. That video. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, we're talking about content creation from a thumbnail standpoint. The the shoulder socket, shoulder break is pretty Man. pretty up there. It's funny, too. That video right there, I always tell people, that taught me how to do YouTube on accident. That's how I think it was meant to be. It was like a God purpose thing. Mm-hmm. Like, like, basically, we were doing videos where I just show myself hoop. I never did no lifestyle or nothing. Just like, I'm trying to emulate and one mixtape on YouTube, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I did Spider-Man basketball, and I, like, I got a million subs in a week. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So that, that one, like, took it off. But then even from there, right, like, like the cosplay would go off, and then, like, my basketball videos did way better than it did before because of a bigger following. But to really break the internet, there's so much more that goes into it, right? Like, you need stories. It's storytelling. Big time. You know what I mean? So, like, people... 
at the YouTube amateur level, you don't even think like a TV network. Like a TV network, obviously, you're telling you're storytelling. That's what entertainment is. It's story. So if you ain't storytelling, you can only do so good. For the most part, unless mm. I highlight compilation, like that could still go off. But but you yeah. need something that sets you apart, something a little bit different. Yeah, and obviously no different. One had, no one had seen anything like the Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like uh, the Spider-Man videos, that was that really what helped get you, I guess, mainstream from a casual's perspective? Mm -hmm. Like that was the, the, the tipping point or the inflection point for the YouTube, for Facebook, for everything for you or... So it definitely made my digital platforms take all, all yeah. of them. Yeah, it, it, the trickle down on all of them was from that one video. Was there any examples? Um, I'm, I always, so every time I watch these videos, I'm always like, you know, they always go according to plan in the context of the video. You know, the the shoulder guy, uh, you did the one uh, where you went to prison and played there. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a few, I, I want to know, are there examples where things don't go well, like where you've actually, you've gotten school accidentally, you've messed up. I, there was a shot where you were like really hyping it and then you missed the shot. Cause it's always, it's like Harlem Globetrotter-esque for you as from a viewer's perspective when we're watching, but what are some times where it just hasn't, didn't go great. Just didn't go great at all. Of course. All. Yeah. Well, I have misses all the time where I do a move and miss it. That's yeah. all over the channel. Yeah, you yeah, know, for yeah. the most part, because we show a lot of just like raw games. Mm. Um, as far as the losses, though, you know, it's funny. There's only like one loss that I didn't upload. Like, actually, upload. I have like five you or six losses on there. Losses. Yeah, they're within there, but we always try to like run it back. But also, we're playing all levels of comp, so like, mm. if I lose, usually you can regain and win. So mm. I try to up, I try to make it a good watch, no matter what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my YouTube, I only lost like five times ever. <laughs> but but then again though we're not always playing pros right if i'm playing people like roscoe in and out we're gonna catch a lot of <laughs> some yeah. hells you know what i mean yeah and um but yeah like so one dude i didn't upload one time i didn't upload it i went to san jose and it just wasn't a good vid there was nothing because you could like lose and get defeated and it's just not a good walk like there's nothing to it right like why yeah why yeah. who cares i'm not going according to their narrative it's our narrative you that's know what i'm true. saying that's true yeah so i'm that's almost fair. like yeah it's if you see it's gonna be a movie it's a superhero movie and when you're you know pulling out all your moves there must have been times i've seen one video where it really annoyed this guy it's like this six five six six guy <laughs> in china oh, they get he tries to like fight you pretty much that's the cba game that's what i was that's telling that you one. That was so one. Yeah. yeah does that happen a lot where people get so mad you know you bounce it off their head or whatever oh. and then they get so mad they kind of want to not Thrive. fight fight but <laughs> kind of yeah yeah sometimes some, yeah, yeah so 30 percent of the time maybe 30 that's a 30 percent of right. the well, time maybe 15 maybe i'm exaggerating i don't know i always show a lot of love to people and then they know they know there's three cameras and a couple security guards. Yeah. Like we're running real production actually when we play. Yeah. Yeah. But the ball's real, but they kinda like if they if they decide to play, kinda know what they're getting into. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, you always get the over the, the game seven NBA finals yeah. hoopers or whatever. And that mm. dude, it was different with him. He don't even know what street ball is. He never heard of and one. He didn't don't know me or he nothing. He would have been shook saying He's what only you were 22. doing. Twenty two. Can you imagine? You're unfamiliar with street ball and then suddenly face to face. Oh with the professor, God. and you're like, holy hell, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would have been. Well, like, what happened what too? <laughs> what happened too was actually we're scoring a lot, so the crowd momentum started to go on our side because that's just a preseason game in the CBA, but we made it street ball. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> which yeah. I freaking love because it's so disruptive. Mm. It's like mm. so lit. That's like, hilarious. Yeah. So what happened was I hit a few like open jumpers, and then I did like in and out behind the bag. He slipped. He actually slipped, touched her, I hit a shot. 
So then two or three plays later, the crowd's all on our side. It's a perfect time to go crazy. So I tried to go like off the heezy out of the triple threat. I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna go heezy to the leg because I knew he's gonna freak out and then go between the legs. Yeah. But like when I go off the heezy, he like moved he like moved his head. <laughs> So it hit the side of his head, and then, like, I fumbled it trying to get it back. Oh. Uh, and then it was just gross. And so he thought, I, I think he thought just some form of disrespect. Yeah. So that's what yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah. See that. And so I tried to apologize him, but he didn't speak English anyway, and, and he wasn't even trying to shake our hand or anything. So his coach what a nightmare. knew he was pissed. So he yeah. just left him on the bench the whole second half, never even played yeah, that's tough. You've got the, the language barrier, the street ball barrier. Are you unfamiliar with street ball? I wanted to ask you about a couple of NBA players. Um, Kyrie's a big fan of yours, right? Because the age gap as well, like he would have been young when you're doing your thing in the prime and one days. Have you, has Kyrie reached out or did, has you, have you just heard that he's a fan? Well, he followed me ever since for like, you know, a decade before he was in the NBA nice. and stuff. And then... Um, we shook hands and took a photo in 2016. It was like so fast, as chaos, you know, mm, like yeah. an appearance of a bunch of bunch of NBA players, celebrities. Mm. But then uh, we met this year. Really? We actually spoke this at a convo for the first time this year. And so, yeah, he said he was a, big, a fan for a long time. I don't know about big fan, but like you know, fan of and one supporting for a long. Time. He still follows me online or whatever. So it was cool. We had a great convo. Yeah, that's cool. He yeah. definitely plays like a guy who grew up on. You know, and one oh, VHS tapes. I was just thinking. <laughs> I know. We'll yeah. break the internet. I, I put a, a collab. Kyrie, man, we got a collab, bro. It's like, yeah. good. <laughs> Kyrie, man, that 2v2 of Venice would break the internet. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine the professor and the Kyrie, that being the, oh top, the YouTube title? Do, do you not reckon that they should be doing like a one-on-one -on -one type format at All-Star Weekend? Oh, it'd be awesome. And too many egos at stake. Too much branding. Is that what you reckon? It's Oh, they won't do it. Yeah, they, they wouldn't would do it. Yeah. And I get it. I'm not willing to play. I'm not willing to do a high profile one-on-one -on -one for the stream for, yeah. for a big person either because it, it does sway your brand and your legacy in certain regards, right? So like... But does it not sway their brands and their legacy when... Like, period. If, if you go out there... And it's the, just more. It's just more. I know. I guess they <laughs> yeah. see it as an unnecessary one. But you could argue, well, it's, sway, it's bad for your brand by going in the finals, you might get swept, but they go in it. But I guess, I guess this you is have different. To. You have they to. have to. Yeah. This is, this <laughs> is an extra that's one. That's, to do. Yeah, a, that's the yeah. cool part because I think like you shouldn't, like I don't I don't blame like, okay, All-Star Weekend, the big purse, right? It'd mm. be bigger than Mayweather versus Pacquiao mm. if you did Kyrie versus Steph one-on-one All-Star Weekend, like yeah. a boxing style matchup because they did it with mm. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Dr. J back in the day, but they were all they were also retired for like five, ten years. Mm. Yeah. They're outside it's of their career. Different. And they weren't one-on-one -on -one players. It's the ugliest game I've ever seen. I can't believe how unskilled both are like mm. from a but it's a different time, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You see a game? You seen that? Yeah, I've, I've seen, seen it. You seen it? Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I was like, dang, Dr. J didn't have one move. <laughs> <It's> crazy. <laughs> like, but you got to think, basketball is a different place. Like, even the point guards wouldn't have. They don't, like, the way we look at the game, we're taking it for granted. It's come a long yeah, way, right? Like, we'd be mm. disappointed in Pistol Pete's packet today. Yeah, <laughs> but that doesn't yeah. mean if he wasn't brought in this era, it'd be insane. Yeah, right? yeah. Obviously, mm. his mind. So, anyway, uh... Yeah, that'd be that would sell more. That what would do more Mayweather, Pacquiao, or like Kyrie, Steph, or LeBron, KD. Yeah, one v one. They probably do more than yeah. boxing. Like real talk, but the NBA ain't gonna allow it. Number one, they don't even allow it because unless they were setting it up. But also, like the players don't want to do that either. So I wanted to ask you about yeah. Kyrie. I wanted to ask you about another uh, NBA player. You've got in the gym. Uh, you've been in the gym with NBA players before. 
Can you help Jalen Brown with his handle? Oh, could I, you're saying? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Can you please? I'm asking. Oh, (laughs) that's someone you do need to reach out to. Uh, I don't even like training. That's the funny thing. I actually don't love training. I'm actually good at it, but I don't don't really enjoy it. I don't like training. Yeah. I'm more of an entertainer than a hooper. Mm. Like... Like I was even talking to Ross, I was talking to Roscoe, right? Like a homie right here, he trained, he's trained, he's like in it, the trenches daily. And then I take myself back 10 years. And I was like, that's what I was. I love, actually love the sweat of practice and training and yeah. building. But since YouTube started, I realized like a new love for me is like video production and editing. You, you know what I mean? Even though I love both, don't get me wrong. I'm still most of my element when I'm hooping, but, but, uh, yeah, it's so when it comes to training, I'm like, ah, oh, it's too utility. I'm like, I don't know showbiz. I'm trying to like break the, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you become a media guy. And like, you've, and yeah. you've become yeah. like a movie guy. You're like, yeah, you've I got like movies acting. under your belt now. I like acting and video production yeah. way more than the utility and hard sweat of hooping. Mm. Uh, just because, and it's just more doable, right? The utility, the hard sweat of training and hooping, it's like so hard on the body. It's just yeah. a lot. Yeah. But yes, Jalen Brown. We could do a few sessions. I'll do two or three. You never know. It's like NBA players ask me to tra- like Andre Drummond asked me to wow. train him for the year, like be the handle trainer. Nah. I told him I'd get a few sessions. He didn't respond. I, he, I don't think he liked my response. He didn't respond. Yeah. I, told, I was like, get a couple sessions in. I'll show you how to make a YouTube video. Or a, <laughs> not, yeah, not, I'll be more privy yeah. on that. But yeah. no, <laughs> no. Uh, big shout out to Andre Drummond too, dude. I think he's an awesome talent. I think I would have liked to get a few sessions in. It's just that like I pay my bills by going all in and being ultra spread thin. Mm. So my training is like, we got to make a vid. Can we film it? Yeah. I'll come and we can film it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Can't film it? Ah. All right, we'll do one. Maybe. <laughs> so on the like entertainment side of things, because obviously that's like the focus for you. That's that's what you're passionate about. You've yep. got now. Yeah. Uh, you, you did semi pro, right? Oh yeah, it was great. Loved it. What was yeah? What was it like? Did you think? Do you think going into that you were going into like a serious basketball movie? Yeah, yeah, totally. Because like, I was what's called a premium extra. Like you're on screen a lot, but you don't have a line. Mm-hmm. Every every hooper in LA who's doing any acting or just hoopers in general were at this audition. It was like a couple thousand people. Like my a lot of my good friends were there too. Like everybody was trying to be in this. Mm. When did you realize <laughs> that it wasn't serious? When did I realize it was a comedy? Was it not like I think to watch I so think funny to imagine going you to, the, to premium, the set, yeah. going to the, to set. the set. So a premium. So sorry, I didn't finish. When you're a premium extra, obviously you don't get the script, right? Because yeah, like extras, I don't care about you. You're not getting a script. You're just to like fill a spot on the screen. Mm. I'm basically filling a jersey on the mm. opposing mm. team. Yeah. So uh, I never read the script, but when I got there on set. I started to see how goofy, like, because they're saying lines as we're hooping. I'm like, oh, okay, it's a spoof, <laughs> it's a spoof comedy about. And then, like, some of the mainstream actors, I talked to Andre 3000 and some oh, of the guys shit. who were on it. No, I talked to Will. We had a good con- Will Ferrell the first day. He's like, are you the professor? I was like, yeah. <laughs> he, said that he, he was like, man, I love that show. You are mainstream. mainstream. Yeah. Uh, That's mainstream. No, no. That's big time. The, well, no, I'm known by those people who are mainstream. That doesn't mean Austin mainstream. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's, Mark Wahlberg is mainstream. What was um, Will Ferrell <laughs> like just to be around off camera? Awesome. Great. Like, super cool. And he doesn't, like, force comedy. He's more chill. Mm-hmm. He's just yep. funny being himself, though, kind of. But, uh, but, yeah, no, the first day, he was just cool. He barely said anything. We just, we had, like, a practice with the premium extras and the main team. And I think because they want to just get us at least like playing ball, at least you don't have to play that great to blink and believe it on screen, right? So, mm. 
Uh, it's actually really dope. I found, it's funny, I'm making this YouTube video. Yeah. I'm actually about to make this YouTube video of my secret fine. role in a Will Ferrell movie. Because, like, nobody knows, right? Yeah. But uh, I found a, a DVD from 08. They made, a like, a deluxe version. And it had, like, eight minutes of the making of the movie. And I was, like, all over it. And I gave an interview that day. Oh, so During cool. the making with my wig on and all that. I gave an interview. That's sick. such a good find. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this has to be a vid. So we're going to make that vid. Yeah. But, nice. uh, no, it was great. Like, Woody, Woody, like, loves basketball. And so does Will oh, from, like, a fan fun. casual standpoint. So... Mm-hmm. I actually played wood. I played Woody one on one in front of everybody. It was like really, really? yeah. It was fun. Can you um you describe in great detail? Elaborate on details. That line. That's yeah. Some I would say I would just jump. say. I mean, he's not a Hoover, right? So, yeah. Yeah. It was Cookville. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But <laughs> but listen, it don't even matter. Woody was like awesome, and I even got to interview him this year on a YouTube collab. Wow. Like we pr- that's cool. We promote his movie Champions, and mm. we talked all about Semi Pro, and so when he got there. Professor, oh my gosh, I didn't even, like, you didn't even know who he was about to see today. Oh, that's yeah. so mad. He's like, bro, you're a hand. And he was like, they were like, don't bring up old movies. We only want to promote champions. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, first line of the video, man, semi-pro years ago, man. That was incredible, <laughs> man. We got to hoop. Boom, boom, boom. It was like yeah. so fun. It was yeah. like the funnest thing ever. And then we get done. He's like, can't we hoop? I was like, of course we can hoop. Are you kidding me? So I had to play against my homie DZ, who's like in all my, you know, like lifelong yeah. friend. Like yeah. he's guarding me. We had to make a fun, silly game, yeah. which you would have loved to go crazy on that vid, right? So mm. it's me and Woody versus my manager and Air <laughs> DZ, who's like in like you know tons of my vids. So we couldn't really like go too 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 crazy, right? It was like the game was like for Woody, and it was yeah. super fun. Mm. What was it like then? So obviously, you, when you went coming back to your um your semi pro. Uh, days and then you had that that um that realization. What was the thinking going into um into hustle? Because oh, yeah. that had Adam Sandler. Were you thinking, no, I'm not I'm not gonna get con this time. This will be a comedy. It's it's Adam Sandler. He's not doing a serious movie. And then it turns out that it was a serious one. Oh, this one was totally different. Like so that one I went to an open casting. Mark Ellis don't even know me. I just happened oh, to make it. Okay. And then should big mm. shout out to my ex manager, still my friend now. His name's Mark Edwards. He actually politicked and got me in the door there. Nice. So it was an open tryout, but they were like, hey, man, this dude got skill. He's like, and one, this will be good for you guys as a premium extra because he's uh, he's known. Yeah. So he, he polished. That had a lot to do with why I got that role. Gotcha. But with Adam, it wasn't even corporate, wasn't no audition. We had a mutual friend. Big shout out to Joe Vesey. Mm. Joe is like a comedian actor. He mm. worked with Adam for like 10 years now or something. Yeah. He He's just like, hey, Adam's a big fan of yours. He wants to call you today. This is during COVID. So like when he said that, I'm like, Adam, Adam who? He's like, Adam Sandler. I'm like, the Adam He's like, yeah. So I look at the dude's bio. He's worked for Happy Madison. I think he mentioned that years ago. I just didn't think. I was like, you yeah. work for Adam. You never know if people are serious or not. Mm, mm, mm. So he's like, yeah, can he call you at 2 p.m.? Or what? I was like, uh, yeah, duh. Like, yeah. Here's my number. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking assistant's going to call me or something, like a three-way. Yeah. Like more politics. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was him. Like the caller ID said, Adam Sandler <laughs> picked it up. <laughs> we talked for an hour, like an hour, oh. 30 minutes, something like that. It was like Joe told me, he's like, I never seen him get that long of a call. Wow. But he was great. He was just saying, like, he's a huge fan. He's like, I've seen all your YouTube vids. He's like, we need to do one. We need to do a collab. I want to be on there. It's awesome. And he's When's like, When's that oh. happening? 
Probably never. But. <laughs> I'd boy, I'd be pushing. I'd be pushing. Yeah, yeah no, he wanted to. He, yeah. he got his hip. Rep- so what happened oh, is, oh yeah, he got. We were gonna do it. He 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 thought he pulled a muscle, but turned out he needed a hip replacement. But he actually hoops still after the hip replacement. He just says he's like fifty percent. Anyway, he we had a long combo. He wouldn't even let me say he's awesome. Like he just tried to tell me how awesome my YouTube is. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, like thank you, but like, okay, can we? T- like, I was a lifelong fan of yours. I appreciate it, bro. I can't believe we're on the phone. Yeah, he's like, yeah, buddy, you know. But then it, it, there's the call segue. And he's like, I also got this movie I'm doing in a year. A basketball movie, hustle. We'd love to have you a part of it somehow, some way, any way. I'll write you a role. We'll figure it out. Boom, boom, boom. And I just thought like he's being that, you know, mm. maybe. Mm. So then, yeah, like a year later, call me. Man, we got that's it. the dream. Yeah, so that was different. That was way more in-house, yeah. way more like the lead role was invested. Not mm. that Will Ferrell wasn't really, really cool. Yeah, but, of course. But uh, course. they're similar, actually. They're both like icons, but also super nice and super down to earth. Did you get to know any of the players on set for that film? Like the for NBA? Hustle? Yeah. NBA yeah, film? yeah. The main character was really dope. Uh I went to his game to promote Hustle. We did a campaign on the side where I sat courtside at the Utah Jazz versus mm. Lakers mm. and came over and said, what up? Then at the after party, the premiere, we hung out a little bit. So, yeah, that dude's cool. Not like, not necessarily like we're hitting each other regularly. Yeah. I actually made more friends with Adam, though. Like, literally, I text Adam and hit me back. Like, he's super cool. Man, I take that. That's so, unreal. yeah. And he's a hooping icon now. Yeah, yeah in his own way. Yeah. In his own way. Yeah. But like, then I think people embrace it because he's like humble, right? He's yeah. not out there like saying he's amazing, like just more real. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a slight subject change, but we talked before about All Star Weekend and a one on one would really spice things up, even though there's probably some issues to actually. Oh, dude. I mean, that's that, that happen, fan right? fantasy. That's that. Exactly. Thing, right? mm-hmm. <laughs> the fantasy that's versus right. what the, the actual people involved would be willing to do. Yeah. But here's something that I'm sure these guys would be willing to do at least from one side of this. What do you think of like getting the dunk contest back on track by bringing in some professional dunkers from more, more so the street ball world. They do that one thing exceptionally well, instead of getting these NBA guys who are great players yep. to also dunk, yeah. get these guys who are pure dunkers. Even if you throw one in there, it's like cat amongst the pigeons. Oh, it'd be insane. It'd be insane. I was actually, I was part of the, promotion of the dunk contest this year i met everybody on oh that's right on yeah, the inside yeah. and we had long convos about that so yeah, it's already been brought up like the the two guys that run it they wanted to open it up they wanted to do where like either it's the street ball do the contest and the league and the, the finalists face off or each nba player picks a street ball guy they wanted some format to involve them yeah. Because it's obvious, right? Like the street ball hoopers doing it would go, that's all they do. Like they're amazing at it, right? So is this why we got Mac McClung? Because it's like he's in the league just, but he's also, oh, he's big time. It was but he's also really a big time dunker. It was actually really complex talking to them, like how they viewed it and everything. So basically they had more of a fan fantasy viewpoint too, right? They vied for all of it because it's two like hoop diehards. They're super cool, these guys. There's mm-hmm. two guys. And, um, they wanted Mac because the dunk contest was going to be whack. And the NBA didn't want Mac. The Players Association said, dude ain't in the league. It's whack. He shouldn't be in it. He doesn't deserve it. So many fans what? said that. I didn't get it. Because they're was, carrying... A, they're they carrying, the types? Listen, basketball is the most egotistical sport. It's very elitist viewpoint. Like, yeah. like I know, like especially when it comes to pro hoopers, mm. 
Like they'll call somebody that's a good player and a pro am a bum, right? Because he didn't make the yeah. regular season. Like they, they <laughs> yeah. like Mike McClung's a bum to whoever's making that call, right? Yeah. When Mike McClung's actually good, like he's made a run. He's on the Magic right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the other thing is, do Drop we do we catch? Yeah, like dude's actually really good, but also I think they don't know him either. They don't yeah. know he dropped thirty a game. Yeah. That's not that's not like a mainstream yeah. narrative. Yeah, that was yeah. like a you got to be niche. I knew it because I was trying to do a collab with Mac. We played the Defenders, mm. and then we did it. We did it for the dunk contest promo. Yeah. But it wasn't the collab they wanted. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. So, so anyway, I we talked about it all, and they basically were just saying that the poly, the NBA Player Association won't let those guys in, but they will. I think they will eventually. I think they yeah. will. But yes, Mac was the closest they could get to a pro dunker because he could do those those team flight brother, those street ball and one style mm, dunks mm. as a hooper, and at least it gives them somewhat of an underdog and a story because there was nothing. That's why I put him on the Sixers, though. You see, you notice he. He's on the Sixers for a week, so he could be in the dunk contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a B, it was just a BS. Like throw him in there so we don't look bad for the G League when really like nobody cares. Like no one cares. People just want to see good dunks. Say good dunks. Yeah, they just think they think that should be the highest platform for the best in the world, which I actually respect in a lot of ways. But I do think the dunk contest is different. I think they should open it up for the street ball guys, but it is hard because look, if you let those guys be a part of it and then they get they get mainstream notoriety. Then another mm. company can do another one with them too. So it's almost like they need to exclusive them. Yeah. But then it's like, are they going to sign the exclusive? It gets it's tricky, right? Because they don't want to mm. boost a bunch of dudes up and make them more mainstream, and then they go do it somewhere else and do it better. And now the NBA has a competition for the dunk contest. Mm. It's like what we're talking about. Everyone trying to keep it in the family. Yeah, they're the- thinking about five years down the line. Yeah. So it's that. It's that. And it's they don't deserve it because they're not. Gotcha. They can't compete on this level. They don't deserve it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Mark Cuban actually tried to sign Kenny Dobbs to a ten day or to a ten day for the Mavericks a few years back. I think it was like five, six, seven, eight years ago, but he broke his leg and it didn't work out. Oh, yeah, wow. I love that he tried to do that though. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think there's been a couple of examples where I mean I know you said the one on one at the All Star Weekend probably people wouldn't opt in. There's a bunch of stuff that we could be doing. Yeah, it'd be like, it almost wouldn't be worth it, right? Like, none of the top-tier All-Stars, if there is, like, one, but, like, it's not worth it. You know what I mean? The risk-reward there is just, it's just not there, really. Yeah. KG's dope, though. KG's like, we need that one-on-one as a part of it. He's like, the prize got to be 20 million. Throw up 20, 30 million. Then I think you'd get a mix. You wouldn't get all, you still wouldn't get top, top, but you'd, you get some guys, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You get starters. <laughs> these you guys are starters. so afraid of losing one of these contests, but you think about anyone who's lost a dunk contest, a three-point contest, it didn't, like, soil their legacy. It didn't really It actually that doesn't. That's the thing. That's what yeah. sucks about the dunk contest. You can't get the you can't get the superstars or the guys who would be really good at it. Mm. Um, but it's also the teams are shutting it down. Like, the, te- the Pelicans wouldn't let Zion be in the dunk contest when he wanted to. Really? Yeah. That's what they told what they told us. Damn. They're like, we tried to get everybody. You can't name a name we didn't try to get in that thing. And they were right. Like every they tried to get all John Morant. Wow. And this the, is why the teams we... are shutting it down too. Well, the teams are it ran by G like people don't know, but they're like, you'll get hurt. It's like you ain't gonna get hurt in a dunk on like you buy yourself in a gym. It's like you're warming. It's like a warm Like you could you <laughs> could maybe drink a soda beforehand, didn't stretch like you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're not you're not gonna get hurt. Like yeah. But anyway, we should wrap this up. We've already gone for longer than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's all, it's always, is it, when it's good, it goes long. That's right. It is. That's it right. is. It's a good sign. Yeah. Um, we really appreciated your time, mate. So hey, thanks hey, for, so much, dude. for joining us. Congrats it's been good to fun. you guys on the 
Appreciate it. Media Appreciate it. And, and glad that we could all come together here now. And now yeah. we are all mainstream together, hopefully. Mainstream, baby. <laughs> Way to tie it Hey, in. look out, TMZ, <laughs> man. We need you coming right. up, Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> um, so I encourage everyone watching and listening to this, by the way, go back and watch all those and one tapes. As yeah. well as I mean, the Professor YouTube channel. There is mm. so much good content there. I was going back down the and one memory lane yeah. before this interview. We'll tag Highly you. recommend that. We'll tag you. We'll tag you. We'll tie it all in together. Let us know your favorite sort of memories from back in the day and also recent Professor content and join us again next week.